0: episode something or another of the Energy is Love podcast, prod, the Energy is Love podcast, not a podcast. We don't prod you very often, but we might prod you during this episode. Ask nicely. <laughs> to support and go to BiltBar.com. At Built Bar, you will find the most incredible, absolutely delicious protein bars that Stephanie and I have ever, ever, ever discovered and or binged. We have a freezer full of them right now. Babe, what are their two? They've got a bunch of they've really special special deals special that are available deals. right now. What are the flavors?
1: The flavors are white chocolate, cookies and cream. Delicious. White chocolate, sea salt caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? How do you say it? Either way. Should I, should I say it both ways? <laughs> yeah. For you caramel and caramel lovers. <laughs> and the one that I am super excited to try is the candy cane brownie. I like peppermint in my chocolate.
0: Hmm. So right now, if you are listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, Monday, the...
1: Monday, the 30th.
0: Monday, the 30th, also known as Cyber Monday. You can go to builtbar.com and pick anything that you possibly want. And if you use Energy as Love at checkout, you will get a total of 28% off of your order. So it's kind of a once, not once in a lifetime. I'm sure they'll do it again at some point, but it's a great <laughs> opportunity to save some money if you go immediately and purchase something. You can also go to energyislovepodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, and click on the link for Built Bar and go directly to their website. But remember, it's energy is love at checkout, and you can save a ton of money on Cyber Monday. And if you listen to this on... Not So Cyber Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. You can still enter that energy is love and save some cash. Go do it now. It's delicious and they're amazing and we can't get enough of the built Bar.
1: single rectangle thing isn't staying on the counter. And so I'm trying to like hold that down and not freak out because it's got me. And then I finally just like take whatever I can off my hands, put the cheesecloth over it. And just backed off. And I'm like, I hope you make it in time with the flower. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can keep up. And then just started cleaning. And just started cleaning and putting stuff away and making sure that the KitchenAid wasn't going to start the cupboard on
0: fire. (laughs) Buried the KitchenAid because it did. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the Love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast.
1: Energy is love. The Energy is Love
0: podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. We suck so bad (laughs) at a bunch of things today. I feel
1: like I was mid, and you're like, here we go.
0: (laughs) Don't move. Everybody freeze. (laughs) And if you listen to the promo that was just before this episode for Built Bar, that that was take two, that there was quite a bit (laughs) of take two that was actually edited out of it. So... Today's a little bit of a, uh, <clears throat> it's a rough day. It's rough. It's the day after, not Thanksgiving, because we didn't celebrate Thanksgiving no. this year, and maybe we'll explain why, but we instead celebrated day that you eat everything that you want to eat day. Eat all the food day, right? And so,
1: eat a lot of food day. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Eat a lot of food day. <laughs> eat a lot of food I day. I don't remember. Our 14-year-old named it. Mm-hmm. It was good.
0: So it's the day after that day, <clears throat> and we both are recovering we were injured (laughs) we're still we
1: woke up injured from it still
0: yeah we're still injured from all the amount of delicious food but yet quite a lot and we didn't give two fucks and just ate whatever we wanted which was nice it was good it was good and now we're paying the price Yeah. so our brains aren't quite working the way that uh i want mine to i know personally but how's your brain working, babe? It's on fire. I am on point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Been off for the last week, so yeah, that just helped. It did help. I just yeah. bumped my face. on. The... I'm going to move this because I'm...
0: Too close? Yeah. You're fine. It's okay. We... <sighs> what are we going to talk about today? I had a bunch of... It's like, as always, before we sit down and mm-hmm. push record, I always think about all the different things that I want to talk about. And then as soon as we do... They all go out the window. Out the window. I know you want to tell a story. About a your funny story. I'm, let's hear it. I'm excited.
1: I, I wrote down a thing that might be fun to talk about too. Cool. I'll just pass it to you. Although I just realized I messed up. my.
0: The, I'll look at your list while you tell your story.
1: I don't, I don't know. my story. I don't know. It's right out of the gates. I feel like we haven't oomped enough. I haven't even had a single sip of beer yet to Drink get it into up. my story. Drink it up. It's a funny story and if I tell it right now. <laughs> let's let's just shoot the shit for a minute. Let's all the funny,
0: up. all the funny's let's gonna to be ruined funny. in the first it's five it's minutes.
1: Funny, it's it's a it's a. So you call romantic comedies rom com? What do you call a tragic comedy?
0: A trauma a, a, tra- com. a, tra-
1: a trauma com? It's a tra- that's gonna be. I have it's a trauma com. It's a
0: trauma com. <laughs> it's,
1: a, no, it's not quite trauma. <laughs> that's a good name. It is a good name, actually. It's a really good name.
0: I think they call uh, traumatic it's- comedies uh, black comedies. Okay or a black com- not that sounds terrible that makes yeah. it sound like it's a racial thing but that's a thing like a black comedy or a black vi-
1: <laughs> So shit just went wrong but it was <laughs> it was funny it was funny i persevered
0: You did persevere
1: I'm Per- is that what i said?
0: Persevere that is what you said
1: Did i say it? i wasn't sure sometimes you like slide those in those little corrections
0: So we have uh, yesterday was the day that we ate everything, and mm-hmm. the day before that was the day that we prepared all we the prepared food for everything. the
1: eating. So it was two days ago. I was um, still not on fire.
0: Yeah, it went well, and we made all the usual things. And what else? I don't know. Cheesecake.
1: That's not a normal.
0: <laughs> That's well, I should. Sure Is there's it? Lots of people that have cheesecake on things. They don't have
1: your cheesecake.
0: Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's not just your cheesecake. cheesecake. It's,
1: it's not. You are world renowned, renowned <laughs> for your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be fine. Uh, you famous. are going to be fine. You've got it. You're special. You're so good with the words.
1: I am. <laughs> so, like, side note, it's been a rough week for me. Mm-hmm. So, there's been a whole lot going on. My brain is just.
0: A rough year. It's, I mean, a month. It's been a rough year. It's been
1: all of that. This week has been kind of just. It's well, been what it is. Like, I want
0: to talk about some of that.
1: You want to talk about some of that? Okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll get to that. But my funny
0: story. Tell your funny should I story. Just I'm in actually. The no, I'm excited to hear it.
1: Well, I'm I'm kind of stalling too because I'm trying to recall the details, and I'm like, Fuck.
0: Have you blocked it out?
1: <laughs> I think I have. So. I, I wanted to do something special. I wanted to add my own stuff in. I don't... I'm sure I've talked quite a bit on the podcast about the fact that I cook with love, not with flavor, but there's some things, right? You're a
0: great cook, Steph.
1: And you are, but I, I usually, especially in big productions, I'm not the one in the kitchen. I'm the one that's not in the kitchen. I'm I'm watching the game, asking them to get me another beer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: We don't watch the game. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: Which was another realization we had. But anyways, um, I wanted to do like, like the candy dams. I, I wanted to make those, and then I had this. You know, I wanted to make. I did. You know, you're pulling a face, or you're Deshannon? I thought you were looking at me like, huh? <laughs> I I wanted to make rolls, so I was nervous about raking, raking, or raking rolls. Raking, making. I was nervous about making almost said making moles. Jesus. Yeah, ladies out there, I'm close. So words are getting mixed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to talk about that too.
1: Okay. Um, but I was nervous because tradition is your mom makes rolls. And I didn't want to step on any toes or obviously that's the standard that and that's a level that is very hard to meet. But my Nana also made rolls. And I learned a, a funny bit. I hope I can remember to say it at the end. Should remember, what was it that your mom said? And hopefully that'll be enough to spark me. You'll say that to me at the end if I can't remember.
0: My mom said no. something?
1: <laughs> no, that'll be my cue. If I forget, I'm like, what was I going to say? You're going to say, what was it that your mom said? Or what was it that okay. your mom reminds me of? Okay, okay, That's my cue card. That is my...
0: Okay, I'll remember that at the end. That'll be
1: my lines. <laughs> Do you need a cue to remember um, your cue? <laughs>
0: it's all I'm going to think about while you're telling your story. No, you need to be Because I'm going to be sitting... In the back. I'm so
1: excited for this to be the funny story that it was yesterday...
0: Two days ago. But
1: I don't know how much of it I really remember. <laughs> okay. So I finally decide this is going to happen. I'm going to make homemade rolls because yes. I've made homemade bread and it was good. <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking about how. I'm saying rolls instead of biscuits. Exactly. That's you know what I was much thinking I, about. I practiced that.
0: Yeah. She Jesus. got very excited. She was going to make rolls and then she proceeded to refer to them as biscuits. Nonstop, um, all day long, even after they were finished. And the following day, she's like, Man, I made a lot of biscuits. <laughs> For you, because we've got a lot of people all over the world, and like biscuits being something different in the UK. Yeah.
1: It was, I didn't make cookies.
0: Yeah. Didn't make crackers. Mm. Um, made rolls, yeah. bread, fresh, fresh bread, rolls, things. Dinner and, rolls. Um, yeah. Biscuits are typically a breakfast um, roll. <laughs> I don't know how it would it doesn't matter. It was just funny.
1: See, he can't even describe them apart, so it doesn't matter that I can't. Yeah. So anyway, so I made rolls. rolls. So um from scratch, like the yeast and everything. I am rising these rolls from scratch with flour. Sometimes I say if I open up a box, stir the ingredients in a bowl and pop it in the oven, that's still homemade to me. But I did like From scratch. From
0: scratch. Yeah. From
1: scratch. So I'm excited about this. I'm nervous. I've read the recipe many times. I'm ready to go. There's this part in me that I am nervous, right? But there's this part in me that's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill this. These are going to be great. I'm going to show you that I have, you know, I just know I'm going to kill this. Um, <laughs> don't start laughing yet.
0: It's a funny story, right? <laughs> it is.
1: That part makes it better.
0: I can laugh all the way along. So
1: I've, ma- I've worked with yeast once and that was... When I've made, or okay, maybe twice, because I think I've made homemade bread twice, like, I don't know, 15 years ago. <laughs> so I'm I'm very well practiced. I've, yes. I've got it down. And so starting off with you getting yeast and I'm looking at the measurements and um it says you have to do quarter cup of water to, I think it was, I, I don't remember now, but I think it was two and a half tablespoons or two tables I don't remember. It ended up being like four teaspoons or four and a half. Cause so I did the conversion on Google and I probably still have it, but it doesn't matter. I did the conversion. I don't remember what the exact measurements were. So then I get out my measuring spoons that also have, um, most of the measurements are rubbed off. So then I have my two handy dandy tried and true teaspoons that, I'm just making it work and then I find one that looks like a half a teaspoon. So then I like measure two of those and just to check, I'm like, yep, okay, that's for sure half a teaspoon, because two filled a teaspoon. So I'm going the long way. And I'm working with um dry active yeast. I don't know what to expect. I expect to get the yeast out of the little packets into the measuring spoons and put them in the thing and that is it well i don't know what happens but they're like jumping beans (laughs) so pretty soon they're like popping like popcorn and i'm trying to measure and it's static in the bag and it takes forever just to get the measurement out and it's going everywhere i used two packets because that's how much it took to get the four teaspoons
0: because it was popping everywhere
1: no no well it was popping everywhere but it wasn't um it was like i needed like four and a half teaspoons is what i think it was but I needed two packets to get that measurement to get that much. So each packet was about two um, two teaspoons. Okay. So I've measured it. I got it in there and found I have to scrape some off the counter and put it in and like stop. You know, and get the <laughs> warm water that I temp I made it warm anyway. So first steps done. Whew. And then I go to throw it away and I'm looking at the back of the package of the one yeast pack that I have left. And it says that to mix it in one fourth of a cup of water, excuse me, which is what the recipe calls for, and that the packet itself is the exact measurement Mm. that the recipe
0: called for. So So I'm like, totally could have just dumped the package in.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) So this is a double batch now. Okay, it's gonna be fine. So <laughs> Did I. Did you put
0: two packages in? Uh huh. Okay. So
1: then I have to try and put water in, which isn't warm, by the way. It's cold water because that, and I have to like hurry up because the yeast is starting to do its thing. It only takes five minutes to cure, I think is the word.
0: No. It doesn't matter. We're yeah. gonna move on. Come alive. Starts to grow.
1: That's not what it said. Starts I think to it expand, was cure.
0: Harvest. Develop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> So, as I'm doing this and I'm trying to go fast, and I remember um, in my head, I'm like, I need to double everything. So, I'm going over the ingredients that I need, and I pour it all in the KitchenAid. So, I'm like, yeast in, butter in, sugar in. I'm not going to tell you how much it was. And I start mixing it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is off. Is there I, a
0: lot of sugar in the recipe? No.
1: And then I go back, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, something's off. So, I read the ingredients. While the yeast is doing its thing, which mm-hmm. it could have done its thing, if there was no problem, I'm supposed to blend the butter and the sugar together. Mm. So now I have everything all mixed in. Oh, baby. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, F-. And so I'm like, it is what it is. It's going to be fine. And it looks like shit in the mixer. <laughs> you and said then you I realized read this, like you studied
0: I, the recipe before. We started this
1: conversation <laughs> with knowing that my brain is not working. <laughs> I spent and three days reading I, this recipe. I did not expect. You were also like, mm, should we just get Solberg rolls? Like, you were discouraging. I was not. And then you I were finally supportive. like, it was okay. <coughs> but we got Solberg's rolls as backup. Store bought rolls. As backup, just because.
0: Just in case. Yeah. Okay. You never know what that... So
1: So when the yeast started popping all over and I realized that it was foaming and everything was going wrong and it was a double batch, I panicked.
0: Foaming at the mouth. Uh huh. I
1: panicked. <laughs> okay.
0: And everything went out the window.
1: And so. As I'm going through in this double batch and realizing I am messing this up. Like from the first measurement, I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to pitch all the butter and eggs already. And I'm like, we're just going to keep going with it. And then my bag of flour that meant I had an excess, I realized I'm making a double batch now. Oh, no. I'm probably not going to have enough. (laughs) And I was only like a cup short. Okay. So, however, so I'm mixing it. It's going in the... In the KitchenAid, we have a real KitchenAid, not a knockoff. So we have the ones that can handle the big, it's got the bread hook and it can handle oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's working. And then you have to go deliver a package, in my mind, to the local post office. And then I need more bread or uh, more flour. <laughs> and I ask you, but you, you give me the like, do I need to do it before? And I'm like, you're going to go post office, Silberg's. And then I tell you, I can't talk right now because I'm trying to hold my shit together. Yes. Because nothing is working. <laughs> and it, so in the meantime, I'm going, it's mixing, it's going to be fine. I'm just hoping it's going to last. Um, then I text you, that I confirm that yeah I needed more flour. And then I start to notice a smell. And it smells like, you know, when you have machinery that's overheating. And I'm like, <sighs> so I'm looking at the KitchenAid and like, oh, that, that smells hot. And then I touch it. And it's fucking hot. Oh I'm like, oh, my God. So it's Had on you just 10. been
0: running it on yeah. 10?
1: Well, it was thick. So 10 was like a... It wasn't like, wee, 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 like a 10. It was trying.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> like, it's so it was on 10 for about an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: no. And then I, so I realized, okay, this isn't working. I'm not sure how clean the counter is, but that's okay. Because I have one of those fondant, like those rollouts that I can throw the the dough on and just knead it by hand. Only I can't find that. I don't have a lot of time to cook. So then I take out the little, what's that one cooking thing called? A silpat. One of those. <laughs> and lay it down, this little rectangle with a big old hunk and double batch. I'm thinking, I'll make it work. I'll just beat it on that. And so try and scrape it out of the bowl and it's ooey gooey. Mm. It is like the ooeyest, gooeyest. And I'm trying to still work it because it'll start to toughen up. I just need to keep working it, right? And I'm, like, stuck in it. You have to, like, pull your arm out, like. (laughs) And then it's pulling up the, because the little rectangle pap thing isn't staying on the counter. And so I'm trying to, like, hold that down and not freak out because it's got me. And then I finally just, like, take whatever I can off my hands, put the cheesecloth over it, and just backed off. And I'm like, I hope you make it in time with the flour. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can keep up. (laughs) And then just started cleaning and just started cleaning and putting stuff away and making sure that the kitchen aid wasn't gonna start the cupboard on fire.
0: Buried the kitchen because it had <laughs> burned itself out.
1: So I'm waiting and I keep so I keep peeking at it. And like this is like it's supposed to immediately put in its like container to start rising. Yeah. And it's just hanging out on the cold counter. It's just hanging out and I keep looking at it and it's starting to get kinda of harder on the edges and I'm like, You'll be okay. <laughs> Like, I had time to do a Facebook story, and I don't ever do those.
0: Hang in there.
1: Like, you. And then you show up with the flower. I'm like, Jesus. So I realized you went to Twilla. So you had to go to the next town over. So it was a while. And then I just made it work. I kept with the flower and kept working it and just about knocked the beer over. <laughs> And then it was time to make it rise and I had to like crank up the heater and try and do all these things. But it finally, it didn't look like it was going to rise. And then I'm in this woman's group call that I have. So you go upstairs. Asher goes downstairs. I'm in the kitchen still trying to cook on video with the call so I can still participate because the way that this was going to go is not the way it's going. So I was going to be done by the call. And I'm like just getting the dough rising. (sighs) (laughs) But luckily, when the dough started to rise, I'm like this is either going to be a funny story that doesn't work and I throw it all away, or it's going to be a tragic that leads to victory. And the dough started rising. And I was like, (gasps) I'm (laughs) mad. <laughs> and I have my mana skill. <laughs> I can do this. And they look good. So get to where you have to make them rise again. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So after you make them into little balls, you have to rise again. I didn't see that part in the instructions either, but I caught it. So now I have three pans.
0: When did you read these instructions? <gasps> Several times. <laughs> That's what I'm confused. Stay on point
1: by. several times, okay? But throughout tell, the entire
0: tell, story, you're like, "Tell me I the story discovered... about the
1: loves gas station." <laughs> Shut up! Are we going to go to my story? Uh, go ahead. This is my story.
0: <laughs> you're like, I read the recipe multiple times. I did, and then when it came time, I had to learn all over again everything I had just read. <laughs> <laughs> turns out I needed Multiple flour. Multiple <laughs> 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 Turns out I was supposed to put it all in the same bowl.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So I get it in the oven, and I am being diligent with the time. I am not going to burn these fucking things. I am like, that's my thing that I do most often is burn the food. So even if we have something that could be grand, I burn it to shit, and then it's
0: not. Deliciously it's, burned food.
1: Yeah. If it's bacon, it's okay. But anyways... So I get them out just in time, and they're golden, and they're gorgeous. And I'm like, getting the butter on the top. And So I've got these three pans out, and I take the first one, and I try it. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm being critical. I'm just being critical. I'm like, that that one had a little grit. I'm not sure what the grit was. Um, So I ate three giving myself like because i'm super self-critical I'm like i'm just being critical yeah i'm just being like harsh on myself these are these are fine they're going to be good and after and I, oh, I was on my second one when i brought you up too and then when i saw you were talking to the girls i'm like please don't tell them that's all i could think <laughs> don't tell them i don't want to be made fun of but how dare i think that i can achieve this role feat and then I have my third one, and I'm like, that sucks. It just sucks. And then you say it's good because you're a nice husband. No,
0: that was really good.
1: All of my family was supportive, even Asher, was and said they liked them. But every single roll I had had a little bit of grit, and I don't know if it's because I didn't get the not a lot of sugar mixed in well enough or if it's because I jacked up the yeast from the get-go and it was trying to escape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could have but been the, the gravel the- that you added in. <laughs>
1: Then we ended up with I don't even know how many rolls a shit ton, a couple dozen. (laughs) It was it was a lot of rolls. Yeah, it was a lot of rolls. They were so So, good though. And then I remember what my mom said, so Mm. I'm telling her like how. Hold on, that
0: was the one thing I had to remember. Okay. What did your mom say?
1: Oh, (laughs) let me tell you. So it's funny because I remember my nana always being like kind of frustrated at the end. We're excited (laughs) waiting for her rolls, but sometimes she would burn them. And so as I started to tell my mom, it was just it was just a disaster from the get-go. And she goes, just like Nana. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, I said, but they were okay. Everybody seemed to like them. I really didn't. And she's like, yeah, just like Nana. And then she finishes, um, I said, but the dough still rose. I was still able to get it to rise. And she's like, just like Nana. And she goes, and then she would burn them. I'm like, I didn't do that. So I was like, that's how apparently –
0: that's how Wild your
1: women make rolls. Your lineage we of women cook fuck it up from the beginning, <laughs> still make that shit rise because we're badasses. Think it tastes like crap, but everybody else seems to like it or lie well.
0: Yeah, no, it was delicious. They are yeah. delicious. I had like 5 or 6 that first night and then I had like so many on the actual day of eating all the food day. So. Yeah.
1: Take from that what you will. You are not. <laughs> you go to make your own rolls, <laughs> but I did it.
0: You did, and they were delicious. I Did it? Yeah, no, they were really, really good. I was very. Yeah. Um, I wasn't surprised. You were. Gonna, you were I wasn't surprised at all. This. I just. You were incredibly stressed the entire Listen, time.
1: Now you know why. Now you know the story.
0: <laughs> and when you decided that you were going to make rolls, I wasn't like. I was like, "Are you sure you want to?" I know.
1: Because there was a part of me that's like, oh, my God,
0: (laughs) because I know that, like, you put too much pressure on yourself to do things, and then it becomes this, like, intense experience of it has to be perfect, and not a lot of things were going perfect, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, but it turned out great. They were amazing.
1: What did you say? I had it on the counter and I had, I just told you the a tidbit about the, the mixer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, baby, you don't burn down the house. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at you and was like, I didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they turned out good.
1: Asher didn't say anything to me. He like stayed out of the way. Yeah, and when no I fool. asked for help, I would ask him to watch the KitchenAid because I would have to run to like, look for things. And it was kind of on the counter, and I didn't want it to fall off the counter. Yeah,
0: vibrate and wobble <laughs> off the counter and so try he, to kill itself because you come. were working it today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he would come and just be like, and not mess with anything. And I come back in the kitchen, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: I must have had a vibe. Well, he did well. Thank you. Yeah,
0: it was successful. They were delicious. God, it's
1: probably going to be a little while before I try it again.
0: Well, lucky for you, we don't need a lot of rolls in this house. We do need a lot of biscuits, though, so you're going to need to figure out how to make homemade biscuits from scratch. Can
1: I do that with Bisquick? That's no. going to be my next homemade. That's usually my homemade.
0: Your brain has just been <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. For quite a while. Yeah. And um, It was
1: hard to get through the story.
0: It was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how long did it take me? How long have we been recording? No, you
0: did great. You kept it. Uh, that was a short 20.
1: 20 minutes? Mm-hmm.
0: It's not bad. It's a Thank good story. You. It's funny.
1: Thank you for hanging in there for a 20-minute role so story. So we've
0: been talking a lot about your period brain, and it's not <gasps> its not your period brain, obviously. I mean, the see, see, I was being careful now. comment that I made this morning was, like, our brains need a lot of energy yes. to operate. And then sometimes, not just during our periods.
1: <laughs> R. He's like, I'm in there with you, Dave.
0: Um, But sometimes, and it's not
1: even here, it's almost here.
0: Our energy goes to other parts of our body, and then our brain is left with uh, not quite as much operating capacity to perform tasks.
1: You're describing it as a male getting an erection only in a bad mood. What do you? No, I'm because the blood flows away to somewhere else, so it's not in the brain. <laughs> and we
0: need to like, get all. Yeah, you are. I'm not describing it at all. <laughs> Only like, in a
1: bad mood. No. You're like it's still blood leaves the brain, goes to other areas.
0: That could be it. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. Whatever it is, it's totally okay. Yeah. And it makes for great comedy. What did you because, say? How did
1: you describe it though? Well, do you remember?
0: The how did I describe then it?
1: This, I'll just do that. See the if six. You remember.
0: Well, you can tell.
1: But it was so good how you said
0: it. <laughs> no, it wasn't that funny.
1: It was funny because you were I was kind of getting irritated. <laughs> and then you said that and I bust up laughing. Well, it was, it was like funny. the
0: you know, you need your your brain takes so much capacity to operate, and then during certain time periods that capacity goes elsewhere, and then it leaves your brain with like six <laughs> instead of like the six million that it <laughs> normally <laughs> operates with. <laughs> But it was
1: so true in my body. I'm like, that feels very
0: accurate. The f- the, the following day, so the actual day when we had a, a little bit more prep to do and kind of warm everything up and heat everything up, was <laughs> such a fun yeah. day of watching your brain continue down this path of um, just doing the best that it can. I mean, it's like the little engine that could oh. trying to get through the day. <laughs> And, um, I'm so glad you cooked the turkey. <laughs> I got the and turkey the in in time. My favorite because you kept being like, what time are we? I'm, I'm pre-. like,
1: did you forget to cook the like, turkey? I read the
0: recipe a few <laughs> times before I that did. That is this. not a
1: solid I looked guarantee. I at the instructions. That's not a guarantee. So I had it in my
0: head, and then turns out I got the turkey in the oven right on time. Oh. And, um, but I know like this one really upset you, and I feel bad, but it was hilarious. Okay. Because you were making the gravy. Because you make incredible gravy. I don't make gravy.
1: The gravy ended up being too thin. The gravy didn't turn out good. the
0: gravy was delicious. It was super, super good. And so you're making the gravy. I was really upset. (laughs) And we have the gravy (coughs) in the big roasting pan that the turkey just left. So all the drippings and all the delicious stuff. And you're whipping and doing all your stuff with the gravy. And then it comes time to transfer the gravy from the roasting pan into just a regular pot, so that it can continue to warm. And that was your request. Re- I think it because worked. you needed room on the I stove too. I did need some too. space. It wasn't just mine. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple more things that we had to break out. <laughs> oh and when you Busy. go to transfer the roast, like you go to lift the roasting pan to dump it into the pot, you drop the hot pad directly into the gravy. Not a big deal at all. Not a big deal at all. It's a big deal. It wasn't. I was. It's just, just a like, mistake. It's not a big deal. It was. But I know it was go
1: time. My brain. <laughs>
0: And so then it was like, let me help you because no, I know from experience. No, you didn't say let me help you. You said, why don't you let me help you? That's not how I said it. That's maybe how you heard it. I was more of like, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing woman. <laughs> I know you <laughs> were. Why don't you let me help you a little bit, please? I'm happy to. <laughs> so because I had like this immediate night. I'm like, she's going to dump that on the floor or in the this cat. Like it is. was going to go. I was making green beans at the time. I'm like, we're going to have some gravy green beans. There was all sorts of things happening. And I'm like, just let me do this, please. We can just get it in the pot and it'll be fine. And we did. And then we had an amazing meal. It was wonderful. We got to spend time with the family and the kids and everything.
1: I had forgotten to you this part. I thought I was going to do the mashed potatoes. And I went through and I had not showered yet. I've got my hair up. I'm a mess. There's shit. The day before I was like head to toe flour. You know, like when you see the sitcoms and they order out, but then <laughs> spray themselves with flour and around to make it look like they were busy. Like that was me. It was everywhere. And I just rolled with it. Um, but I waited till everything till all of the things were done so, or in the oven. There was nothing else to do except for wait for it to finish cooking to yeah. take a shower. And then I took a long shower. And I was like, Oh, washing the stress away and I was gonna do my makeup and I'm like, Oh, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna have a lot of things or pictures and and then I realize it's about an hour away and I haven't even peeled the potatoes yet. i like, I totally forgot about mashed potatoes. And then I started yelling, I forgot just <laughs> like, oh my god And at this point I'm like tearing up.
0: You come into the kitchen in a panic and I mean
1: you had already they were boiling taking
0: care of everything because there was you know i had that all planned already anyways
1: i feel so bad
0: my favorite 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 part of yesterday was watching you put away leftovers (laughs) so everybody's done eating and it comes time to you know clean everything up and put everything away and we cooked green beans we just stir fried pan fried green beans in a big cast iron you uh, you did pan that we use it was
1: a really heavy cast iron i'm yeah, gonna say that big, right now it is big and heavy it's a big heavy cast big, iron pan heavy
0: and it was hot <clears throat> well yeah because it's cast iron and it re- so, retains re- retains heat very well
1: big heavy and hot
0: delicious green beans anyways stephanie is trying to put everything away <laughs> and i'm sitting at the table watching her and she has the ziploc bag opened up like on the counter and keep in mind, a Ziploc bag has no support, right? It's just a piece of plastic. i got it like yeah, you've got it positioned in such a way where the <laughs> opening will like the. It's,
1: it's like the bowl when you turn it into. Kind it'll of like stay the bowl, open, right? As long as it.
0: And I'm watching you pick up the cast iron pan. With hot pads because it's hot. Hold on. This is my story. You
1: missed the first part. What was the first part? Well, it's where I tried and realized it was hot and then got the hot pad and tried to do it with one hand and it was too heavy.
0: It is too heavy. It was
1: too heavy to do with one hand.
0: So I'm watching you. So I
1: improvise. With
0: two hands, lift this cast iron (laughs) skillet up above your shoulder in some. Weird way. I
1: was balancing. You were like, trying
0: to like you like uh I don't know what the fuck was going on as you were trying to tip the pan. I was
1: trying to gain in my third hand. And okay. Dump the green <laughs> beans
0: into the plastic bag and like one or two comes out of the pan <laughs> and immediately the plastic bag falls apart. Like it tips over and the dog comes running open. in
1: and starts.
0: <laughs> and I'm watching you and I'm like, hey, um, Right on the counter where you're at are the literal tongs that I used to cook those. You can just pick them up from the pan and put them in the bag if you'd like. And then you're like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I was like, thank you. (laughs) That was my favorite part. Because it was like, I wish I would have filmed it. It was a TikTok moment. It It was was a a viral video of watching mom try to put green beans into a bag. And
1: and then the tongs were kind of funkied, and I didn't know. So instead of being tongs, they were like... "Yeah, ding, ding. So trying to pick them up was like...
0: Moral of the story is... <laughs> I did great. You did great. We had a wonderful day. <laughs> the food was good. The food was good. The kids were happy. We ate way too much, and we're still suffering the day after. So
1: It's a shame that I've only started to drink now, and I'm not doing it very fast. <laughs> I need <laughs> so what do you think of my story was it worth the wait yeah it was
0: very worth the wait yeah i can picture all of it
1: i was gonna tell him like i've got a funny story but i'm waiting i'm saving
0: it my favorite part because i can see you turning the um kitchen on full speed
1: i didn't start off on full speed i just realized as it was getting thicker that
0: and then proceeding to power. leave it running for at least 30 minutes it says
1: it has to do it for like five <laughs> And I figured because it was a double batch, that's at least 10 and I didn't have enough. I and then was you trying got squirreled that.
0: and then... I didn't
1: get squirreled. That's my favorite It wasn't part. working and I needed more flour and you didn't tell me you were going to Twilla. <laughs> You're going to go mail a package.
0: Somebody told me, I don't need... I don't, I'm don't. i not talking right now. I need... I'm not... Nope. I'm not talking right And I respected that.
1: You know, I thought you were going to Grantsville. <laughs> I didn't. How would you think I would think you were going to Twila?
0: Because I said UPS, but that's okay.
1: That might have been a factor that I missed. <laughs>
0: It's not a big deal.
1: That could have been a clue.
0: <laughs> like I said, we made it through and it was delicious.
1: <laughs> Maybe you just thought you said UPS.
0: That's a possibility.
1: I think you said post. I heard post office. We have learned a lot you lately. You probably said UPS. That I we, feel like that was true. <laughs> and you, <I> and just... <laughs> I,
0: you and I both do the thing where we think we said something and it turns out we did not. We both have that. So I very well could d- have said something I don't something think I else. have
1: that so much. I feel like you do. <laughs> So, be careful with active yeast because apparently it gets statically charged and it doesn't happen right off the bat. It sits in the little um, teaspoon. That's what this is. It sits in the teaspoon for a minute while you're trying to figure out the measurements. And, and then it starts to get a little agitated and starts to like ping pong popcorn ping,
0: ping, 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 ping. bounce around. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I've never cooked rolls before for a reason. It's it's fun. You should try it. (laughs) Um, I did great. You did do great.
1: Your food was delicious.
0: All the food was delicious. We did an amazing job.
1: I didn't like the rolls.
0: Well, lucky for you, we all did. Yeah. How much stuff do you want to share when it comes... I know eventually you're going to talk at great length about this uh, program that you've been involved with for the last few months and all this work that you've been doing and all the massive amounts of shedding and processing and...
1: Um, I may invite people on. We'll see. Yeah. It depends. They yeah. have to see how much they're willing to yeah. fill it out. we still got another month.
0: Maybe even some of the other ladies that are in the program. That's what I'm about. That might be good. Um, But anyways, one of the big factors that you and I have been aware of lately in the last week or so, and we kind of highlighted it this morning with our conversation as well, was how much... Mm. Like, how can I... Quantify it, babe. And what we were talking about this morning in regards to our communication and do you remember? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. How can you quantify it?
0: Well, I know I've talked about that concept and idea before, like the idea that we support each other and Mm -hmm. some more burps of the beer, um, like the metaphor that I used or have used or continue to use is the idea that when one of us is going through, our past in the sense of self-exploration and healing through our trauma and all those kind of different things that take place. It's kind of like we're down in the basement in the dark trying to figure out what's down there, right? We're going into the dark places of our soul and of our hearts and our bodies and discovering some things down there. And a lot of that work we have to do by ourselves Mm -hmm. and, but we're never alone, Like I'm always, or you are, because we do it for each other, kind of at the top of the stairs so that you can always find your way back. I can shine the flashlight and help you, you know, get your bearings and get yourself back to the stairs so that you can make it back out of the darkness. And if need be, I can run down the stairs and go help you and sit there with you as you go through stuff. But I realized this morning as we were talking about things, because so much stuff has been so present for you. You've been going through just copious amounts of not trauma but um growth really yeah and it's,
1: trauma's happening with it
0: well it's, it's triggering like a re-trauma it's triggering the trauma
1: just triggering it but i would totally um i'm also working on not minimizing things to make like we talked about that like saying the hard words saying the harsh words yes so working on that too um the memories the things that are coming through um it's totally a re-traumatization um i don't think it has to be that way and i know what's coming from it i can already see but it's yeah because it's like i'm remembering things that i haven't um and it's not like events it's you have an event but there's so little you remember and now i'm getting the whole fucking story and that sucks
0: more information of those events huh
1: and I'm like, I don't need those details. Yeah. Blocked them out for a fucking reason, you know. Exactly. So
0: Yeah. And now you you have the <clears throat> not just the strength and the ability and the capacity. Oh, I need some help. But you you have help. You have support. You you know, you've got everything in place that you need yeah. to start going back through some of this stuff. Yeah. And I realized this morning as we were talking through some things and whatnot, um, I'm just in such a completely different place. And I'm not in that deep.
1: Are you going to be as sensitive about it as you were this morning towards me? Sensitive? Yeah. Like I'm hoping you're as kind as you were this morning. I'm just afraid you're going to harsh your way through it. And I'm still very much sensitive. So I guess I'm asking you to, yes, you're in a very different place, but still express it compassionately. As you were, you were very sensitive this morning. Well, what I'm trying to. very
0: nice. What I'm trying to highlight is. It was just a really good awareness of there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you being where you're at going through things. And there's nothing wrong with me being where I'm at going through things. What I'm, what I'm, I'm still processing a lot of stuff. Like there, you know, the last four or five episodes of this stupid fucking podcast, I've been talking a great deal about some mm-hmm. stuff. And,
1: and it goes both ways.
0: Yeah. We've been, I, I'm still going through some stuff, but it, I don't, it doesn't feel quite as, Deep is your stuff, and I don't feel as entrenched in it. Oh, okay. And I have a lot of guilt, and I realized I don't need it. But the guilt that I had and the realization was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the fact that – because I felt disconnected from the experience of what you were doing and what you've been going through. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I wasn't really giving you the time and – not awareness, but like – the time and my attention and whatnot in regards to what you've been going through. And I just realized that that's not the case and that when it is needed, I'm very much dialed in and listening and supportive and understanding and there for you. But then I also, I, but then I'm also not all the time because you don't need me there all the time. You're going through a lot of stuff that you need to go through by yourself, but it's also okay that I'm kind of not in that space. I'm not in the super deep work of my trauma and my past and my experiences. And you and I also aren't in the super deep work of our relationship either right now. Yeah, Our relationship is very strong and healthy and I feel connected to you. I know you feel connected to me as well. And so it was just a good awareness point for me. And I mean, the reason I bring it up is because I think that sometimes both you and I do this, but I think that people also do that in relationships where... You know, one person blames the other person for not being, you know, all loving and all supporting all the time when mm-hmm. they're going through stuff. And that person, vice versa, might feel guilty. And do you know what I mean? And the fact is, it's like you're going through what you're going through. And I'm experiencing what I'm going through. And and we, we d- still support each other yeah. when we need to. But was I insensitive just now?
1: No. No, no, no. Um, I wasn't trying
0: to minimize anything. I was just trying to.
1: No, no. I was just, um, I felt panicked. And Mm. so I was asking. And that also brings me to my point, uh, my next point, like in conjunction with what you said. It's like what I find funny and fascinating about it is um, how we talked about how we used to get wrapped up in the other person when they were going through a process and their process then became our process. So instead of being like, um, like how we're doing it now, up to where there's been times where I've reached out and said, Oh, like I need this. Or when I felt like you weren't listening in part and I needed you to, I said, did you hear what I just said? Or I felt like you're not listening. So it's like, I grab your attention on that. And then you've done the same. You said I was really vulnerable in this moment. I just said something really important. And then it was like, so we can like grab each other when the other person isn't there, but we aren't entrenched in this tangled mess of rolling around in the sorrow with the other person, which is what we used to do. And so like we made it a point to practice, to get out of that. And so we would do it the way that we were doing it now that we could be there for the person and be there with them, but not Like drowning Mm -hmm. in a sense. And now that we do it, we're like, we got to make it okay. Like this was the goal. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're doing it. We practiced enough and now we're actually doing it. And we're like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, this, I think one of the things was that. It's just good awareness, right? It is good awareness. Sometimes
0: you got to stop and realize where you're at.
1: uh, I told you this, like this, that brought me relief. That made me feel stronger to go into it myself because I didn't feel like. I had to protect you from my feelings. I didn't have to protect you from this. I didn't have to worry about causing you too much stress and having you maybe resent me for being in it too much and like kind of vice versa. And I know you've got some things going on, too. Nothing. (laughs) So it just the fact that you were there for me if I needed you. But I also don't want you to try and do it for me. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what happened the other day when I told you I have to do it myself. But, like, I want to do that. And just knowing that you're not, like, you can be there and give me love, and then you're not in it, and it is me. It's like I feel empowered. I feel strong. I'm sitting here falling apart and a mess, and I can't retain like <laughs> a second. I'm, like, Dory right now. I'm, like, <laughs> it's <scummy. laughs> you know? But I don't have to be afraid of that because I'm not dragging anybody. I'm. I have help if I need it but I also have all the space to just fucking figure this out or fill it out or whatever needs to happen. And I'm, things are happening. Yeah. So I feel like stronger now, like, okay, I can do
0: this (laughs) (laughs) gently. Is there anything that you want to talk about right now? You don't have to, Mm -hmm. but is there anything that you want to share as far as what's, what's been coming up, what you've been processing, kind of what the experience has been like and what you're, uncovering or because we can definitely I've got something that I want to talk about so it's not a big deal I'm just giving you
1: well let's talk about your thing then
0: (laughs) because we're talking about this you just set that up no I'm I'm planning on talking about what I'm going to talk about let's talk about it but I just if there's something that you want to bring up and something that you
1: if you're done talking I'm ready to go so do you have something to say but if you don't it's cool because I'm ready to talk
0: so another way to think about it is
1: Craig's turn to talk
0: not Craig's turn to talk by any means. quiet no jerk store
1: (laughs) how many other ways do I need to think about it (laughs) um
0: we're talking about this journey that you're on right now and I know that there's a lot yeah but I also am very respectful of not all of it you want to talk about on this podcast and
1: oh that's your toe scared me I'm like what's touching me
0: (laughs) (laughs) and maybe there is something right now that is rising to the surface that you want to share kind of in the context of what we've been talking about but I didn't want you to sit and feel pressured, so that's why I said it's no pressure. I've yeah. got something else that I want to talk about. You just but- did it again. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to give you. It's not. It's some it's, peace. it's
1: it's subconsciously telling me
0: that <laughs> I have nothing, Stephanie. The last 20 minutes of this episode is up to you, so I'm going to stop talking now.
1: <laughs> um, I have like there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's two prominent things in my head right now, but I feel like they're both long conversations and, um, I'm scared to talk about it. Like there's part of me that, um, (sighs) wants to really bad because, um, I need to. But then there's the part of me that's like. You know what? I'll talk about one. It's not happy, obviously. <laughs> um. And it's just another way that I've seen to look at things. <clears throat> so what i'm i'm going through is the memories that are coming up is specifically related to massive amounts of sexual trauma and while there is more than two incidences there are two incidences right now that are in my space the most and it's it's kind of i'm going to say it's kind of funny and i don't know what else to say but it's it's kind of funny of like the polarity of them both Because the first one is the first experience that I remember and my little body and um, realizing that that's the first time I like pulled out of my body that I just like kind of disassociated from my body and that just didn't stop. And um, the one that I will talk about is how far removed I was, um, that I didn't even like really like you stop realizing Mm -hmm. like you stop just completely realizing and it was a very damaging experience in so many different ways. But I did not understand how damaging it was
0: because you were so disassociated through the experience.
1: I I was so I had lost like self like in so many different ways. Um, it was the second time that I was, um, I guess sexually active. And I don't even think, I don't know that I can call it that. Um, the first time was, it was just like what it was like, now I realize, you know, it was the first time was rape and there's just no other way to say it. And that's really hard to say. Um, but the second time, and I remember thinking like, there's nothing special about me. So it doesn't matter what I do now. Like yeah. there's nothing like the only thing that was special about me was that because um, I had zero confidence beyond that. So it didn't really matter what I did with that body because it was already dirty and gross and garbage now. So I was just whatever. So I might as well try and get love. Um, so I was 13 and had a crush on, um, I believe he was a senior. He might have been a junior and he was a big wig jock of the school and just very like everybody had a crush on this person. Um, But I was just and the school was 7th through 12th. So we were all in that school together and um, we were at a dance or whatever because you could also have dances together because nothing can go wrong there. And so now it's now it's it's K through 12. So they just upped their game. But, yeah, um, putting
0: 12-year-olds with 18-year-olds, it's a great it's idea. It's going to
1: happen, right? Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, nothing's going to go wrong there. So he started giving me attention that night, and I was like, like oh, my God. And um, it was consensual. It was absolutely consensual. Uh, and it was, like, ridiculous, you know it was so degrading. It was ridiculous. Some people had seen and I got, um, ridiculed for being a slut and being a whore. And of course he was done talking to me. Um, and then that just like that stigma stuck. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I didn't even realize that. Holy fuck. I'm 13. He's 17. Like that, that is not a consensual situation that should not have happened. It's okay if you're 13 and you have a crush on somebody. It's not okay for that 17-year-old to then take you and go have sex with you. Yeah. Like, that's not okay. And so just having that, like, I got fucking ridiculed for that. I was a kid. You know, technically 17, he's a kid too, but there's a big difference between 13 and 17. Like, that 17-year-old fucking knew better. Mm Mm-hmm. I had gone out of elementary school and was now with high schoolers. I did not know better. Yeah. And maybe situations would have been different. It's not my fault. It's not my fault that I (laughs) felt that I wasn't special anymore. It's not my fault that I, you know, those things happened. But I sure found out a way to blame me. And it wasn't even a fucking secret. And I still was blamed. I was shamed. 13. Yeah. You know? So, needless to say, I had, like, what the fuck did anything matter? I'd experienced sexual trauma so much that there was, like, sex had no... It was... It didn't matter. But bad things kept happening. Mm -hmm. And they kept mattering. I didn't matter. But... So that's just like that new way to look at that because this is the first time that I looked at it and that I wasn't embarrassed that if something would pop up on Facebook, we're not friends on Facebook, obviously, but something would pop up and I would see the connection or he would like somebody else's post and I would like that shame would wash over me again. And this is the first time that it was like, (laughs) dude, that shame is yours. That is not my shame. And that's just not my shame. And so I'm done carrying that weight. Cause I didn't. It was consensual, but.
0: But not really. Not really. No.
1: So. So well, it's stuff like that that means I can't fucking cook rolls. <laughs> suddenly, like how many times
0: did you read it? Suddenly, the roll cooking <laughs> makes way more sense. Because uh, my guess is that was probably. Uh, some stuff that was brought up this week, right? Triggered yeah. this week, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that happened this week. And yeah, so other things that it's okay, I'll save you from.
0: <laughs> Is there, what does it feel like today, now? I feel like I'm on fire right now. Well. I'm panicking and like, so. Because right now you're not disassociated. Right now you're in your body. Right now you're yeah. in the space. So you're re-triggering things. You're bringing up things from the past. There's a part of you that can... I mean, I won't go into detail, but you can go there, right? You can experience it in some way, shape, or form from this present moment. And what does it feel like as you sit here now and kind of take ownership of the experience, but also just physically in your body? You said you're kind of on fire. What else?
1: It depends on the thing. Um, There's two in my space right now. The one that I just talked about, it's like I'm taking my pieces back. Mm -hmm. Like that was... You know, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like justice needs to be done in that situation because I can look at it in a forgiving way. He was also a juvenile, barely. But like, I don't think I need to like now go after him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that was fucked up. That's your shame. You get to deal with that now. That's not my shame. I'm not bearing that weight for you anymore. And as far as if there happens to be somebody from my old school, I'm not calling. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like if you, whatever shame you gave to me, I don't fucking care. Like, I don't, I, that feels strong. That feels like I've taken my power back. Like, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I don't care what any of you think. I don't care what any of you say. Those that can look at that now as adults, what I'm guessing the majority of them are like, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. Um, that feels strong. I'm still like scared mm-hmm. and I can feel my voice shake and it fucking pisses me off when I hear my voice shake and heat. But I'm like, I feel like I'm planted, you know, like, no, this is yours. This is not mine. You get to take all of this back and figure out what to do with it, and whether he remembers or not, not. I know he remembers, but whether that's something that is in his conscious or not, or whether it's already gone, because I know I'm not the only one. There's a history there. Um, so I'm probably lost in a mix of yep, that behavior. About him, right? Like you said. Um, regardless, though, that is not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I give it all back to him and I feel strong. The other one, um, not so much. And the other one's hard. The other one's hard.
0: It takes more time, huh?
1: Yeah. The other one is feeling very, um, the other one's hard. The other one is not a separate thing where I have that strength. The other one is There's some work to be done there. Yeah. I'm not feeling so good in that space.
0: Well, if we go back to my metaphor of the stairs and being in the <sighs> basement, and keep in mind, you have help. I'm fucking embarrassed right now. I know. Yeah. It's hard, baby. I, I, I know from experience yeah. it's hard. Um, but you're not alone. Yeah. I'm at the top of the stairs. It simply, because I'm, like, even though I might be busy doing something, I haven't left mm-hmm. that space. I'm, I'm there. And as soon as I hear you call out, I immediately respond. Um,
1: And I need you to stay the fuck out until I call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not interested in going down into your basement.
1: It's a mess right now.
0: Yeah. I'll let you know. (laughs) Totally fine. It's not a big deal. Um, The last few episodes, I've talked a lot about what I've been processing through in regards to my relationship with my brothers and all of these dynamics in regards to like interpersonal relationships with men and how I'm feeling and all this kind of different stuff. And what came up for me this week at our men's group was I had this realization that (sighs) took your cue. I'll take a breath too. (sighs) Thank you. I had the realization that I, whenever I meet any man, even if it isn't, I mean, it's literally any encounter period with a man, whether it is, I, talk, I mean, it can be as simple as walking past somebody, right? It can be as simple as if somebody is going to be in my space for any longer than just a brief moment as they pass me by or something like that. Um, my immediate reaction and response is to size that person up into two categories. Can I kick their ass or can they kick my ass? And that's just how I see all men and all men go into one of those two categories. And I've realized this before, this isn't some brand new epiphany, but there's a deeper layer to a, of realization of, um, I don't have any relationships with men and I don't have any friends that I can really think of that I would classify into the category of they can kick my ass. I can think about a lot of men that I know that I feel like can kick my ass and some of them I'm friends with, but I don't have really close friendships with them. I'm not really, they're just acquaintances. They're just, you know what I mean? Yes, we're friends and yes, so on and so forth. But yet they're not like my close personal friends that I have experience with. And all the men that I have had friendships with over the course of my life, I've been looking at and seeing if I could find somebody who I've had a really close, intimate um, connected relationship with over the course of my life, even all the way back to like growing up and, you know, some of my first friends and things like that. And I can't find anybody in that space that I would classify into that group of somebody that can kick my ass. And I feel, um, I don't like talking about this because I feel like it makes me come off and be seen as a very stereotypical man that thinks that he's like the shit and can beat everybody up and judges everybody by that standard. And if you can't beat me up, then I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it makes me come off as this very douchey, stereotypical guy. And so I don't like talking about it. I don't even like thinking about it. I don't like recognizing that this is something that I've done. And I've been trying to sit in the space longer and longer and longer and see why, like why I've done that. And there's some things that are immediately obvious. There are some things that are very clear, right? Like I'm not going to be friends with somebody that I'm intimidated by. There's I'm not going to be friends with somebody that I think can hurt me. I'm not going to open up and connect with somebody that I feel a physical um, threat to, even if they're not threatening, Like, none of this has to do with men being threatening or, you know, violent with me. None of it has anything to do with that. It's completely just my own internal judgment and dialogue of, like, can I kick this guy's ass or can I not? And if I can kick this guy's ass, then I'm more likely to open up and be vulnerable with him and be a friend with him. And if I feel like he can kick my ass, then I'm going to kind of keep him on the outside. Um. I just, well, I thought about this dynamic too because some of the men that I can think about that I feel like can kick my ass, I have such massive respect for. I put them up on this pedestal of like, I revere them almost in a sense. And I have so much respect for them. And a lot of it has been like, I'm thinking about this guy. um, He's the guy that taught me all my jujitsu stuff back in the day. Um, His name's Rich. Some really, really sweet guy. Really, really good guy. Totally has the ability to choke me. Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? It never really mattered how long we would roll. He would eventually submit me and make me tap in some way, shape, or form. Um, Mark. Mark's been on the podcast before Mark Johnson. Same thing. It doesn't matter what I do or how hard I try. Eventually, Mark's going to make me tap. And (laughs) I respect both of those guys so much. But yet, even though I had, like, I had a more, me, go ahead. You had a sneeze?
1: I did, but that one, I don't no. You had a fart? It was <laughs> it was a sneeze, hopefully not accompanied by a fart, but I, like, was like, hold on, everybody, and prepped for it, and I got scared. So sorry, please continue.
0: Um, I had a bit of a relationship, a friendship with Rich. Like, I remember I had forgotten that, like, we hung out a few times outside of, like, I went over to his house and played poker and... Like we had a, you know, a friendship and even though it wasn't, I don't know, I'm going to start rambling about this because this is something that is still really fresh for me. And I've been in the midst of processing and like on the surface, I totally understand why. Like I understand that my brothers beat the shit out of me. So I didn't trust men that I thought, you know, had the potential to hurt me physically. So of course I wasn't going to open up and be friends with him. Do you want another beer?
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, I finally drink it.
0: So there's a lot that is just plain as day simple to understand. But in processing through it, I've realized there is something that I'm not aware of. Yeah. There is something that, some dynamic in this, <clears throat> some dynamic in this dynamic <laughs> that I can't see right now.
1: Can you not see it? Stop.
0: But I can feel it. Okay. And so I'm trying to figure out. What it is, so that I have a better understanding of it, because exciting. well, it's not that I think I'm like I'm not damaged, I'm not broken. There's not necessarily a, a, a something in this space that I have to fix. It's just a really deep desire to understand why. Yeah, and I think there's another. <sighs> I think <clears throat> the root of that desire is the thing where I no longer want to um, judge men that way, and I want to be able to be open with them. Yeah. regardless of whether or not, like I just simply don't want to classify men into those two categories anymore when yeah. I meet them. So I know you have some awareness. I can feel it. That's okay. falling out of your mouth right now. It's actually not. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it back. Do you want to share it?
1: No, I think <laughs> you need to find it on your own. No, well, that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, what do you think? Tell me, I want to know what you think. I really do. I'm You not... really do? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure you can see all the surface stuff that I was talking about of why it's obvious (sighs) that I do this thing, but.
1: It's easier to be vulnerable and when it's not um, really a risk to be vulnerable. So. still not landed. You're like, what the fuck does that mean?
0: (laughs) No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So like, um. Yeah. Like you said, a multitude of things, your brothers were created great safe spaces for you to be yourself. Um, but that totally makes sense of like, when do you get to come out? Like, when do you get to come out? You get to come out if it's safe. Otherwise you're, it's too scary to come out. So if I can kick your ass, then Oh, okay, I can come out. I can be safe because goddammit, If I'm vulnerable with you, you can't hurt me. But if you can hurt me, I can't be vulnerable with you. Cause what if I say, we see me, you can, you can hurt me. You have the power to hurt me. So I'm going to make sure that I structure it a way that oh, I can breathe a little bit, maybe even though you still fully won't let yourself come out, but I can be vulnerable. I can be me. I can not be, um, it's it's I don't it's, I don't think it's about you sizing up men at all. I think it's about where where can I breathe and feel safe.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, that idea of like being myself and being who I am. I mean, it's still scary today, right? I think about the relationships that I have with men today, and it's still hard to do that. It's still scary. It's scary. Yeah. Um, we have to go. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. This episode is over. We're not talking about this anymore. I don't
1: even know if you're joking. I feel like you're serious. We do have to go. Okay.
0: <laughs> Only because I have to pee really 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 bad.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> I really do. I believe you.
0: <laughs> and there's, uh
1: There's two bottles over there. <laughs> aim carefully. Just, aim,
0: just Pinch the tip in between. Go over off camera and take care of business, it's but Okay, just turn it back will be Um hard. no, thank you. And um I'm excited. Uh, this year is almost over. We're coming to the end of 2020. We've got a handful of episodes left, but I'm excited yeah. to see what else we get into in the final <laughs> weeks of 2020. Yeah. Because I think we got some more good episodes ahead of us.
1: I don't know. If they're going to be hard, I think I might start drinking before the podcast. <laughs> so I get on with like mascara smeared, you know, one boob hanging out because my shirt's hanging down and I can't have a brawn. But like, oh. you know, when you're like that sloppy, I'm going to have one shoe and be like, let's talk.
0: Yeah. Then you'll be ready. I'll be ready then. Um, lately, uh, and we say this all the time, but we have a lot of new people coming in and listening mm-hmm. and downloading and subscribing, and we're super grateful for that.
1: Let me know if I helped you out with uh, your roll reps
0: recipes. <laughs> yeah, um, go to the web page. Go to our website, and um, Stephanie will put the recipe up on there.
1: I will do a live. <laughs> should I do a video? We should like, do a video this is next how time. You- <laughs>
0: um, but if you are one of the people that have listened from the beginning, and if you're one of the people that have been supporting the podcast, for a very long time thank you so freaking much like it doesn't go said enough i think of how much um even though there's plenty of ways that you could like support the show with giving us money and we'll obviously always take money from people without an issue but just the mere fact that you listen and you you support the show with that means so much to us and thank you for everybody that has continued to support the podcast in that way shape and form over the years because it's been pretty cool and it's pee
1: time. It's pee time.
0: Thank you, baby. I love you very much. I love you. Thank you for listening, folks. Thank
1: you. You're describing it as a male getting an erection only in a bad mood.
0: So story. we've been talking a lot about your period brain.
1: Or what was it that your mom said? Big, heavy, and hot.
0: Delicious green beans.
1: Well, it was thick, so 10 was like a... It wasn't like wee, wee, wee like a tenant was trying. Holy (laughs) shit.